Ooh, it's episode four, y'all. It's episode four. Welcome back to Bag Talk. Your girl Key is here. And thank you for tuning in. We got a nice little, nice little episode for y'all this time around. Working on perfecting this, okay? I'm trying to make sure I do what's good for my community. You feel me? Because if I don't help my community, how is my community going to help me? And that's it and that's all. So this week, a lot of shit happened this week, man. All right, I'm going to start on a Debbie Down again with the negativity. Um, in all seriousness, I want to say rest in peace, rest in paradise, sleep in peace, all all of that for all the people that have died Um in this year alone, it's been so many deaths. It's actually scary. It's really scary. Because then you start thinking like, fuck. What is, what is really happening in the universe? Not in, you feel me, not in COVID and, you know, what is really happening it's like a, I feel like it's like a purging, a cleansing. You know, it, when you say purging, cleanse, it sounds like, you know, you're getting rid of like the bad things, but not everybody that, you know, transitions is, was a bad person or, you know what I'm saying? But I think a certain type of balance is, you know, starting to take place in the world. And whether we, whether we want to believe it or not, you know what I'm saying? Um, this whole pandemic situation, I think, was that gateway for that to happen. You know? Um, and if we think about it, you know, people pass all the time. You get what I'm saying? But I think because we're at such a, such a standstill, it sticks out a lot more than when everyone just has a lot of things going on and everyone's doing something and everyone's moving around. We're at a standstill. And so now we can notice when this person's cousin passes, this one's sister passes, this one's dad passes. You know, like, we, we are able to really see that. And with that being said, I want to send condolences to everybody who's lost people in this year. I know I've lost two people, um, and at the end of the day, what I've learned in dealing with death, um, just like Lauren has said when Nipsey passed, you have to appreciate the fact that you got to experience that person, you know? Um, don't, don't stay in that sad place, because they always say, like, you know, they wouldn't seem, want you to see, uh, be like that. Um, which is very true, you know, not our loved ones wouldn't want us sitting all day, every day sad and in in our feelings about it. But still take that time to process that. Don't ever rush through that process because whenever you don't get to fully mourn, you know what I'm saying, it 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 stays with you longer than it needs to. You don't get to enjoy the memories. You, you kind of dwell in the sorrow (laughs) you know what I'm saying and that is just my conversation on that did not want to start there really didn't (laughs) did not want to start with death but hey 
sometimes you just got to do it. All right. Um, moving on with the episode. I don't know if y'all can hear my background, but I'm actually sitting outside in the element. And let me tell you guys something with this weather changing in New York. Whew, I'm so upset we don't really get a summer. Because it's like, and not even that we don't get a summer, because we're going to get a summer. Like, you know, when June, July, that's when real summer heat kind of slide in. But it's like we're going to be inside. And I don't know about y'all or who who really listens to me, but in New York, these fucking houses don't have central air. And let me tell y'all something. Me being the South Florida AC everywhere I go, that energy is so, <laughs> so missed. Like, the summers that I've spent in New York have been literally hell. Like, when I say hell, I'm like, you you, <laughs> you spread eagle on your bed butt ass because you just so hot. And ain't nothing, like, nobody touching you. You just feel hot, bro. I'll tell anybody on any day, I'd rather be cold than hot. You know why? Because I could be cold as hell. I could put on, I could put three socks on. I could go with mad vests on. I could put, I could double up on the coats. You get what I'm saying? I could layer up. When it's hot, bro, bro, how are you, how are you getting cool? You could sit butt-ass naked and still be sweating. Nobody touching you. You standing in front of, you standing, imagine standing in front of the fan and that shit blowing hot air. Nah, that shit is different. <laughs> that This New York heat is different. And listen, I don't know if I'm ready for it. Because to be inside the house with nowhere to go when the heat beasting like that, nah, it's disrespectful. That's mad disrespectful. Nobody, nobody told y'all to move like that with me. Nobody told y'all to do that. Mother Nature, like, what happened? But anyways, I'm sit- I'm outside, one with nature right now, and I feel good. I'm in a good spirit. It's a nice, it's a nice day. You know what I'm saying? I'm ready to get, I'm ready to get active. But at the same time, how the fuck can I get active when I'm paranoid as hell if somebody touch me? Like, with everything opening up right now, it's so crazy. We so, we've we been so used to um being, like, by ourselves, basically, so that when everything open up, we're nervous when people come close to us. Like, I went to Walmart the other day, and they're not, like, counting how many people could go in anymore. I mean, they're supposed to be, but it don't look like it. And I damn near had a panic attack because I'm like, ooh, I ain't been around this many people in months. (laughs) Like, so I get like a little paranoid, like, ooh, ooh, it's a lot of people in here. Ooh, ooh. You know when you get mad antsy? That shit is crazy. It's all a mind game at this point because now we don't have a a normal anymore. We have to figure out what our new normal is after dealing with this. Because when we go outside... Nothing's going to be the same. Everyone's going to have masks on. Everyone's going to have gloves on. Everyone be like, listen, don't get too close to me. Like, imagine imagine dating after <laughs> after COVID. Dating after COVID is going to be hell, bro. Imagine you trying to link, <laughs> you trying to link with a nigga, right? You texting y'all I, 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 all on Instagram. You get next to nigga, you like, ooh, you wash your hands, bro? When you feel sick, like your throat, you all right? Like, 
You ain't sneezed enough for the day, right? Like, you, you good, bro? Nah, hell nah. And we had to do that already. Niggas was lying. Niggas was not checking for that shit. Niggas was fucking on everything before even knowing that they test results came back. Fuck. That's crazy. We more worried about corona than we was worried about STDs and shit like that. That? Nah. This lifestyle we live in is crazy, bro. Nobody has time for it. Nobody. I mean, I don't. No, let me tell you what I really don't have time for. Very truly don't have time for are these white people. I don't give a fuck. I'm talking my shit now. These white people. Is it crack? Is it crack cocaine that y'all niggas is smoking? Why? Why are y'all? Why? Why? Why are y'all niggas getting so comfortable, bro? No, seriously. I don't. I'm not understanding. I'm not understanding the the the, com- the comfortability levels. I don't understand. Like, when did it click in for y'all to say the shit that y'all say? Joe Biden, yo, bro. What's good with you? What's good with you? You think you think because Obama was your man's that you you gonna say anything? You think you think because you talking to Charlemagne? You think because you talking to Charlemagne, you could get that you was gonna get that off your, you was gonna get that off easy and niggas was just gonna be like yeah 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 he right we ain't black if you ain't black if you ain't with Biden like yo bro what the fuck did you think was about to happen? Who did you think you were to even like? To even like, and you you was so calm with it, like you rehearsed it, like, oh yeah, I'm about to fuck him up with this one. Like, yo, Joe. His name Joseph? Joseph? I don't know. Joe Biden? Stop fucking playing. Cause since you wanna be a nigga so bad, stop fucking playing with niggas. Cause niggas will really smack the shit out you. <laughs> nah, I'm playing, but no, seriously. <laughs> like, Joe, what what what? Why are they getting so comfortable with saying the shit that they say and doing the shit that they do? Who went over this nigga's speech to even say, like, oh, throw that in there? And for one, I'll say I like how Charlamagne kind of just brushed that shit off. Like, and he, what got me so tight is he had so much energy behind it. Like, he was like, yeah, they're going to be with me after this one. Like, no, bro. You look nuts. You look like the nigga that came to the barbecue with potato salad that got pickles in it. That's what you look like. Like, come on, my nigga. And you not my nigga. <laughs> I think that's where it be starting is because we, we talk to talk at them or talk to them in a manner that we that we talk and they feel like it's a it's a a welcoming thing not knowing like bro that's just really how we talk even even they got they got these fucking white people wearing t-shirts that say yeah i'm black i voted for trump or some more bullshit like that and let me tell you something these motherfuckers is getting really beside themselves they've been beside themselves but it's like the more aware that we get and the more in tune that we start to tap in the shit that could really make a difference for our community, they just be starting some more bullshit, bro. And it's like, as niggas, we trying, like, yo, bro, we could fight. Like, <laughs> like we could really fight. Guns and rifles and shit aside, like, nigga, we all could really fight. 
I feel like they don't realize that. Nah, they know. They have to know. That's why they move like that. But my nigga, where where is this coming from? This shit this shit doesn't make any sense to me. First it started when the president you feel me started with his campaign. They started getting a little reckless with that shit. You feel me? They started feeling more comfortable to say the shit that 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 they think in the crib that they say back at the back at the fucking ranch. You feel me? Now now it's like they popping shit on social media like yo bro did you, yo, I get, I get so flustered with shit like this because it's like, what the fuck do y'all be thinking? You feel me? And then they do shit like that and it's like they don't get no, they don't get reprimanded for that. They don't, they don't, nothing, there's no consequences for that. You feel me? You think they give a fuck about us canceling them on fucking shave room? You think they give a fuck about that shit? They don't care about shit. Like, shit like that leaves their mouth and they be okay afterwards. You feel me? I don't agree. I don't follow politics. I, I, I really choose not to follow politics for the simple fact that, one, it's never fair. I don't care that it's a democracy. I don't... It's my thought process at the end of the day, my opinions. But at the end of it, bro... It's not fair. No matter the voting, no matter the 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 fucking what I don't I don't want to sound ignorant, but it's never fair. You know what I'm saying? It has to go through so many lines of it has to go through so many different uh, lines of voting and 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 people and check the checks and balances that that situation has to go through so much for it to ever be one-sided if that makes sense like the democrats and the republicans have to agree to disagree you get what i'm saying that means in a little bit of both sides is going to be in whatever gets granted or, or or voted or passed that's the word i was looking for passed so at the end of the day what what big difference is going to be made if look all i want to know is when is enough going to be enough with dealing with this shit like when is enough like when are y'all going to get enough of fucking antagonizing us bothering us undermining us all that weird shit that y'all do when is enough going to be enough we do right, y'all be sweating us. We do wrong, y'all be killing us. We we do nothing, then we ain't shit. Like, what the fuck else can we do? You feel me? But be, like, that's all we're doing is just trying to be. And every fucking which way, all y'all want to do is fucking bother us. Uh, this is why some of us move the way we do. Because that's at, sometimes... Niggas can't see the light at the end of the tunnel. You get what I'm saying? You don't know. You don't. (sighs) Fuck. (laughs) It's just so fucking frustrating. Because I feel like we work so hard. Whichever. Whether you outside working hard. Non-file working hard. Entrepreneurship working hard. We work so hard. Even for Charlemagne to get on that platform to even have that conversation with him, 
You feel me? Look at how you tried to undermine that. Look at what you did in that. It was a real conversation happening. And look what you tried. You tried to lighten the mood with some, like, with some fucking homeboy-esque fucking slang. Like, you thought somebody was finna, like, really fuck with you for that. Y'all don't take us serious in the shit that we do. You feel me? And then it's like, all right. Now I see why fucking Malcolm took the approach he took. Like, nigga, at this point, being calm ain't doing shit. And I feel like I ain't gonna, you feel me? I ain't dictating shit. But I'm just saying that if niggas really wanted to do an uproar, I think we might got it. You know what I'm saying? I really think so. If you think about the niggas in Chicago, you feel me? Because gun game crazy, if you ask me. But hey, I don't know nothing. But what I do know is, y'all keep poking this bear. I'm telling y'all, y'all gonna see some. That's all, y'all gonna see some. Because let me tell you something, we a different breed than our ancestors. When niggas, niggas is like that now, you feel me? So go ahead, test the waters. Y'all keep pushing, keep pushing these buttons. But on a lighter note, a more exciting and very happy note, did y'all catch versus Beanie Man and Bounty Killer? Oh, it was a vibe I didn't even know I needed. It was a vibe I didn't even know I needed. First, first the thing to say is no matter how much money you give a West Indian man, yo, bro, the fit is going to forever be <laughs> forever crack me the fuck up. Because what the fuck was Beanie wearing? Is this is the straight leg pants and the beer belly and the T-shirt. <laughs> My man put on a T-shirt, a regular T with them nice razzle dazzle pants. I ain't gonna violate, but nah, that shit, that shit had me so happy. It brought, like, it brought back, you feel me, the parties in the crib. Well, all right, so the age range that I'm in, right, those part, those songs used to be when I was little, and they used to make the kids have, like, um, <laughs> little dance battles. Because let me tell you something, my family used to throw my little ass in the dance battle and I was dancing my ass off. You hear me? Okay? And it just brought back that memory. It brought back, you feel me, sweaty dancing on the wall. You feel me, get it right. <laughs> and then go back home and DM it. Well, was it DMing? What is it? Private messaging or messaging them? Be like, oh, you couldn't handle me when I was dancing. Like, like that shit was a vibe that I needed. Bro, it was so good. Fuck. That's an energy that you can't take. And this is what I have to say about our culture, our people. Bro, we are a good vibe. We are a good energy. It doesn't matter the the, the actual culture. When I say culture, like Caribbean culture, um, African-American culture. Uh, yeah, that's... <laughs> Those are two brackets that I have in my head. Um, it doesn't matter. It's a good vibe because that could have been that could very well been uh, a fucking barbecue playlist that they was playing, and we getting right. You feel me? You get you getting the Domino's vibes and everything. But Beanie and Balti, first of all, what a performance! 
that is how I've pictured the verses to go. Like, maybe it's because they were able to be in the same area, not like um, with Jill and Erica or Nelly and Luda. And who else? Who else had they verses? Um, oh, shit, drew a blank there. But when they had to do it separately, it's like you hear the lag in their, in their communication, fucking whoever Wi-Fi trapped out. You feel me? That was such, it was such a good thing to see. They were, they, they get along very well. It was a performance. Yes, it was whatever competition that they tried to make it, but it was a good performance. I liked, I liked the dialogue between them. It was very nice. Um, Especially Beanie when the police officer came in. Yo, nah, Beanie is jokes. Beanie is very much jokes. And Bounty's voice. I just, oh, I just, just love my culture. I just love it. I could have watched that all night. You get me? Like, I really could have watched that all night. It's just the music. It just reminds you of just everything. Going to see your grand people, your grand peoples, going, going to, well, for me, going to Trinidad, and you're walking outside, and you see the shop, and the shop had the radio going. Hello. But overall, the verses, I really liked that. That, I think that was the best one out of all of them, honestly. Despite whatever Wi-Fi issues outside of that that everyone was having, it was actually a better versus to me. But, hey, I want to see what they would come up with next. I want to see, I wonder what females they'll put up against each other. Let me see. Who would be a good... i seen Keisha and Ashanti. My generation would take Keisha. I don't know. Because Ashanti, Ashanti got hits, though. But so do Keisha. Like, Keisha got bangers. Like, bangers that you will sing from the... You will belt that from the bottom of your fucking stomach. That would be a good versus. Um, in the rap game, you we could do versus. But, again, females... I think that's why... Because women get a little sensitive okay you know it it don't even be that deep and then the, it'd be the comments that's what it really be the comments drag it out so like it could be a good versus truthfully i ain't even gonna say it <laughs> what if they did a versus with fucking nikki and kim but that would be i think that would be a good versus though nikki and kim even though i mean they might they might not never <laughs> But I'm just saying, that would be a good versus in the rap game. Who else? I seen Herb and Dirk did a versus. But I ain't really catch it because Beanie Man and Bones Killer was on. So I'm sorry picking that over y'all any day. Um, a lot of people saying Dirk won. I can't speculate. I didn't watch it. Um, but I could see that. <laughs> I could see that. Not a lot of people... On a mainstream level, Dirk is definitely bigger than Herb. We know of Herb because of his personal life. We don't know of Herb solely because of his music. Y'all can say what y'all want. We know we know Dirk. Like, come on. We know Dirk. His music we know. We know his relationship. We know all of that. We mo- more so know of Herb's relationships and personal life than his music. Because a lot of people don't really, again, his music, his flow. But he's working on the flow. 
I will give him that. He is working on his flow, and with him working on his flow, you know, I see, I see a little, pro- I see a little progress. You know, I ain't gonna hate. I ain't gonna be no hating ass. You feel me? He getting better. Gunna dropped. Uh, Key Glock dropped. Rush dropped. Jacob Lattimore. He dropped too, but I didn't even know. See. Music be dropping by surprise these days. You gotta, you gotta really tune into it. Uh, haven't given Gunners a listen yet. Check me out next week. I'll have more than enough information for y'all. I'm not the biggest Gunner fan. <laughs> um, I have a problem. I have a problem with rappers that use the exact same bar multiple times in different songs i have a very big issue with that and when i first started listening to gunna he was doing that and it was irritating me because i'm like yo bro say something else or don't carry that like right now fivey fivey bro come on big drip i know i know hey hey i know bro i know it but you need you need to get something else. You need a new tagline. You need to find something else because I'm tired of hearing. You go on a song with Drake. You get on a song with Drake, and you still giving me the a a a. Are you are you dumb? Are you dumb? Come on, bro. That be wrong. These these niggas need artist development. Say it with me, artist development. Because they're not, they're not perfecting their craft. They're just going to do what they think people are still fucking with. And that's going to always be their problem. Because niggas like that are not going to pop because they do what everyone is popping with. My nigga, your bar, people don't use it as a caption mad times already. We're, we're tired of it. We are, we're done. I don't want to fuck with a lick rip. I'm so... <laughs> I don't. And right now, I'm not hyped to be saying A all the time. Okay? That is... Stop me while I'm ahead, okay? Before y'all try to cancel me, before I even... (laughs) I even open shop. (laughs) But on another note, I have an honorable mention. And I'm really excited to mention this woman. Because I love her. I don't hear a lot of people give her as much credit as she deserves. I don't hear a lot of people, you know, hyping her. Outside of the fact that she she got a fire body and her daughter is fucking cute. But her work ethic is fucking amazing. Tiana Taylor. Bro, are y'all kidding me? This new project that she put out is fucking amazing. It's not a project. I'll just dragged it but she is dropping a project very soon it's just like she she's great bro she's very she's good she is good from the dancing to the music to her production company that's what really gets me her production company uh uh, auntie what auntie's it's either auntie's Production or Aunt Petunia? Oh, giving out false information. I don't know. But a Spike T joint. I, I know that. <laughs> she is fucking amazing. Her creativity is out of this world. You get what I'm saying? 
you can tell that she takes her time into everything that she does and it shows and for that she is an honorable mention i love her down um the the video she just did for the graduates amazing i was kind of jealous i wish i was graduating this year just so i could have been in her video with my cabin gown um but honestly she is great um i can't wait to see what more she has i know she's gonna come out with a movie she's gonna drop a movie or produce a movie and i can't wait because her it's just her craft somebody that takes their time into their craft and you can see it is so amazing it's so amazing and tiana if by chance you ever come across this just know girl i love you I love you, bitch. You feel me? You make me feel like I need to get in my bag and do what the fuck I need to do. You feel me? Niggas was hating on her. You remember she did the deal with Kanye and all that shit went upside down with Def Jam. And now she doing her own shit, securing all her bags on her own for her family. Ugh, that is a goal as a woman. You feel me? Getting shit done. And for that, Tiana Taylor... You that bitch. <laughs> that is all I need to tell you. You that bitch, okay? Don't. I just can't wait to see the progress. I can't wait. Can't fuck away. We made it to the end of episode four. I just want to say my gem of the week. As we got Monday off for Memorial Day. Even though Memorial Day ain't the same as a regular Memorial Day because we all locked up in the crib. But my gem for the week, even though it may sound redundant, don't let anybody stop you from doing what you want to do with your life, with your dreams. Don't let anybody deter you off of your path. And it's it's so sad that it has that has to be a message that we have to con- constantly tell each other that don't let anybody else stop you. But it's something that we have to talk about. We have to con- we have to keep that as a reminder because we're in this day and age where other people's opinions seem to hold a lot of weight for people. And I'm not gonna say for people like I'm you know I'm learning how not to let that affect me. From, you know, your significant other to your parents, your family, your friends. People's opinions tend to weigh so much on your mind when you're trying to do what you want to do. You feel like you want to, you know, you want to please this person but not offend this person. But also make sure this person is happy with what you're doing. And at the end of the day, why? Like, why does, why, why do you have to take that into consideration when you're doing what you want to do for yourself? Who needs that gratification but you? If I'm doing something for, for my mom or my best friend so that they feel good about themselves, how will I eventually feel about myself? You get what I'm saying? That, that should not weigh on what I'm going to do. How they feel about what you're doing should not affect you. That's a personal problem at the end of the day. 
how somebody feels about what you're doing is not, that's something that's not your control. You don't have to consider that. That's something that they have to deal with themselves, why they feel the way they do about what you're doing with yourself. It's, it, they, they project how they feel about, you know, if they weren't able to do it, if they don't see, they, they can't imagine themselves doing it. Okay, it wasn't your dream to inv- imagine yourself doing it wasn't for you to it wasn't for you to picture. And at the end of the day, it's not for you to put in the elbow grease either. What I'm putting into what I'm doing for myself, you don't have to do it. If I'm waking up at four o'clock in the morning to get what I need to get done done, you're still sleeping. If I'm staying up till what <laughs> shit, four o'clock in the morning, you didn't you didn't lose nothing. You didn't lose or gain nothing by what I'm doing on my end. So why should that affect what I'm doing? Don't let nobody, nobody's thoughts or anything stop you. As long, okay, with a sidebar, as long as as it's not causing harm, physical harm to other people, it shouldn't matter. It should not matter. Don't ever stop. Always, always. Stay ten, ten toes behind whatever you, you put your mind to. If it's something that you really want to do, you can't you can't not do it. You can't not picture yourself doing it. Do it. Win, lose, or draw, you, you, you're able to say that you did it. They don't sit with the regret. They don't sit with your thoughts at night when you think about, damn, I could have did this, bro. Or damn, I wasted my time. I should have been doing this. They don't sit with those thoughts. They don't sit with that feeling. They don't sit with the the goals that you set for yourself. So why should their opinion matter on what you're doing? Don't give up. Don't ever give up. There's always a light at the end of the tunnel. It don't have to be a bright white light. It could be a purple light. It could be a red light. It could be a blue light. The light is whatever you, whatever the fuck yeah, the end of the tunnel look like for you that you chasing after, that you going towards, that's your, that's your, that's your lane. It doesn't matter. How they feel does not matter. And at the end of the day, when you get to the end and you finally show them that you fucking did it, watch how they be all on your dick. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Bag Talk. I'll talk to y'all next week.